It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The 2020 season did not quite go as planned for Reds fans as the playoffs ended abruptly in the wild card round. Now the Reds are left to pick up the pieces during the offseason and fix a lineup that was the worst in Major League Baseball. How are they going to do it? What are they going to do? Rumors, transactions, news, all here on the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Let's go. Happy New Year, Reds fans. Welcome in to the Locked on Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening through this past year. Hopefully, 2021 is way better than 2020. Coming into this year, there are lots of questions. Mark Sheldon had a great article on Reds.com talking about five questions for the Reds heading into 2021. So I thought I'd come up with my own. Today's podcast is five burning questions for the Reds in 2021. I know I had mentioned that I was going to do some more of the best of interviews from 2020. Going to push that to next week, though. I'm calling an audible. Hey, it's my podcast. I can do what I want. So let's look at these five questions ahead of this year because there's some concern about the direction of the Reds, and rightly so. We've, we've heard all these rumors about who's leaving. We've heard how, how they want to trade pretty much everybody on the team, at least in rumor. And that's all it is right now, which is a good thing. Their next move is going to tell us a lot. Their next move that they do will tell us exactly their position, but that's where I get this first question from. My first question for the Reds in 2021 is... What did 2020 mean to you? Because to the fans, and and from my perspective, from everyone that I've talked to about the Reds, 2020 was the first step into a window of contention, into a period where they were going to be a team that everybody looked at and said, that team can make the playoffs, that team can be dangerous. That's what it looked like from a fan's point of view. Now, from the ownership point of view, from the front office point of view, I thought it was kind of the same thing. They had built up to 2020. That's why they went and traded for Trevor Bauer and getting rid of Taylor Trammell in the process. That's why they went and spent $166 million on five free agents because they were building for this year. Now, it's it's not their fault that the year got kind of cut out from underneath of them because of a pandemic, and the season was a third of its normal length and all that good stuff. But at the same time, was everything that they went through from 2014 through 2019, was it all just for 60 games? Was it all just for one season? Let's not even say 60 games. Let's say, was it all just for one shot? You get one shot and you're done. Is that it? Because... It's going to be a hard sell for fans. It's going to be a real hard sell even for the diehards to come into 2021 and by June 
we're looking at the farm system. We're looking at who's coming up. We're looking up at the rest of the division. This division is very easily conquered, I believe, especially with the way that the Cubs have let go of a ton of their people. The Cardinals have really not gone out and spent like they thought their fans thought they were going to because they you know they were rumored to be in on George Springer and things like that. So this division is up for the taking. What are the Reds going to do about that? And that all stems from what they believe the 2020 season meant to them. Sure, a playoff appearance is nice, but that's all we've had. There are many Reds fans who are of the age, they've been Reds fans for 15, 20, 25 years, something like that. And they have not seen sustained success. Yeah, there's been blips on the radar. They, they made the playoffs in 2010. They made the playoffs in 2012. They made the playoffs last year. Uh, they made the playoff. They, they, well, they made that one game playoff in 1999 and freaking Al Leiter. But, but that's it. And, and they advanced in 1995. But we're really going to reach all the way back to 1995 and say, boy, that was a lot of fun. How about that? My, that memory just carries me through. I, I thought we were looking at 2020 as the step into a sustained period of success. And instead, we're now wondering, is it just another blip on the radar? So what did 2020 mean to you? Those in the control room for the Reds. All right, number two. This one's more for David Bell. This one is uh, poignant for him. It's a Reds question, but it's all about David Bell. He's entering the final year of his contract. Now the Reds do have a club option for 2022, so they could bring him back. But my question for him is what you got? Because these last two seasons, 2019, it was kind of a flux year. We were kind of figuring out where the roster was and, and who's going to be here whenever they're ready to contend. But like I mentioned, 2020 was the target season. 2020, you could tell with the moves that were made, they wanted it in 2020 and except for a furious comeback it was kind of a uh yeah it was a rough year and I've not looked at David Bell and said boy the things that he has done the the systems that he has in place the decisions that he has made has really given this team a leg up the jury's still out for me and and that's why I ask David Bell poignantly what you got now, there's plenty of people that think that it's time to move on. I'm not in that camp, but I'm also not in the camp of you got to give this guy an extension. He hasn't really proven that to me. So what do you have in the tank, David Bell, that you haven't already shown us? Because if it's just more of the same in 2021 and it's all really just based on who's on the roster, then why do you deserve a contract extension? And I don't mean that to sound disrespectful, but if the jury's still out after two years, and if we end this third year and we still don't know whether David Bell deserves an extension or not, then does he get one? I don't think so. So what's it got? There's still three more burning questions that I have for the Reds that we'll get to on today's podcast. But before we get to that, have you checked out betonline.ag? If you're looking to wager 
on some sports, there's no better place to go. BetOnline.ag has a wonderful user interface for you to find the exact game that you want to throw a couple of bucks on. And today, there's plenty going on. We've got the college football playoff going on with the Buckeyes and the Tigers of Clemson as well as the Crimson Tide and the Fighting Irish in the other playoff game. And that one's got a really interesting line. The Tide are favored by a lot. Maybe you think Notre Dame's getting disrespected and they're going to cover that point spread, or maybe you're in the camp that believes Alabama's just going to smash Notre Dame in this playoff game. The best way to throw a couple bucks on one direction or the other is to head over to betonline.ag. And when you set up your profile, type in the promo code locked on. You'll get 50% more on your initial deposit. That's right. You put in 10 bucks, they'll give you another five just for putting in that promo code. So head on over betonline.ag and the promo code locked on. And if you're looking for a leg up in the game of sports wagering, check out Locked On Bets. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling give you the best bets every single day, including Mortal Locks. They'll give you the game that they believe is just absolutely an easy bet. You can find Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. With these five burning questions that we're asking the Reds, we're already two through. Now we're on to number three. The first two were, what did 2020 mean to the Reds? And the second one was for David Bell, and that was, what you got? This third question goes to a specific player. I'm looking at Tyler Malley. Are you ready? Because the last two years, Tyler Malley has been able to work his way into the rotation after not really starting out the year as a rotation guy. He fills in for a hurt pitcher here or there, and he just grabs hold of it. Now, he's starting the year in the rotation. The expectations are high. We all know he's got the talent to do it, but can he hold up? Can he hold up health-wise, and can he keep consistent performances on the mound because he's got to be this team's number three starter. He's got to be the dude after Sonny Gray and Luis Castillo because talent-wise, he's way better than Wade Miley. He's better than Michael Lorenzen. He's better than TJ Antone. He is the third best starting pitcher on this team. Can he pitch like that all season? He had bouts of control issues and things like that that sort of kept him from consistently great performances all season last year. Now with a regular length season and him being in the rotation, what will we, will we see from Tyler Malley? And is he ready? And that's my third question for the Reds. Fourth question heading into this new year is kind of for David Bell and kind of for Nick Crawl, and that is, what is the plan with the bullpen? Obviously, they were cutting payroll by getting rid of Rysel Iglesias and Archie Bradley, and they still have talented arms like Amir Garrett and Lucas Sims and Michael Lorenzen, depending on if he makes it into the rotation or not. They're in the bullpen, but they're replacing, at least as of right now, they're replacing Rysel Iglesias and Archie Bradley with some unproven dudes. And we're actually going to talk to one of those guys who are vying for a prominent role in the bullpen and are newcomers to the team and Brandon Bailey next week. And I'm, I'm very excited for you to hear this conversation because I had a really good chat with him 
he is coming from a perspective that, look, yeah, I'm not a known name, but I've got the talent to prove it to you. And just a little bit of a spoiler, he tells me that before he got traded, Kyle Bodie texted him and was like, hey, man, get packed. You're coming to Cincinnati. I just told him to come get you or uh, come make a trade for you, basically. So that makes me think that although we don't know these guys just by looking at their names and then we look at their stats and they're still a little bit more enigmas than Iglesias or Bradley, maybe there's something to that. Maybe the Reds have a lot of trust in Kyle Bodie and what he's doing for the organization and maybe he's tapping into something. So that's interesting. Is that the plan, though? What, what's the plan with this bullpen moving forward? Also, once you get the personnel in place, is there going to be a closer? Is there going to be a guy that is stuck to the ninth inning? Or are they just going to pitch the most important reliever in the most important situations during the game because David Bell said he wanted to do that in 2019 and then Rysel Iglesias shut him down because he didn't want to do that. He just wanted to pitch the ninth inning and get saves. So do we still have those guys on the roster that are going to be like, no, I'm the closer. I only pitch in the ninth inning. Or will they be willing to come in, say, in a jam in the seventh inning and get them out of that jam or maybe even in the eighth inning? Something like that. Pitch multiple innings, things like that. Are we going to have versatile bullpen guys who can come out in any inning, regardless of the number that says on the inning, but based on the leverage of the situation and pitch out of the jam? Because that's what I want. That's what I want the bullpen to operate like. Is that the plan, though? So that's number four. The last question, the the fifth burning question that I have, and it's a question that we've had the last couple of years, but it, it, and it sucks because it's about my favorite player. I love Joey Votto. I cannot be objective about him as much as I'd like to admit, but this question, I believe, is coming from a very objective standpoint, and the question for the Reds is, can they be honest about what Joey Votto is now? Joey Votto hit a lot out of the two-hole last season, and while he had that renaissance after being sat down for a couple of days, it still wasn't Joey Votto. Like, it was a pretty good player. The, the statistics and the production that he put up were pretty good, but that's not exactly what we expect from him. So can the Reds be honest about where Joey Votto is in his career? And can Joey Votto accept that maybe now they should probably look at hitting him in the fifth spot or the sixth spot? Hopefully Nick Senzel can be healthy the whole season, and hopefully Shogo can get on base at the rate that he was in the month of September, because I look at those two guys as prime options for the one and the two spot, Shogo, then Nick Senzel. You get those guys on base, you get them moving around, those fast runners who can steal bases as well as have good eyes and have good ability to get on base, not just, you know, Billy Hamilton or Willie Tavares, you know, somebody who's just fast. So we put them at the top of the lineup. No, I'm like Shogo and Senzel have great plate discipline and the ability to get on base and the ability to steal a base once they're on. So you get those guys at the top of the lineup. It feels like the middle of the order will have lots more RBI opportunities. 
with Joey, we were looking at a dude who has just uh, used to have this superhuman ability to get on base. I don't necessarily think he's got the superhumanness in him anymore because pitchers aren't really afraid of his bat as much as they were a couple of years ago. So what does that mean for him? And how do the Reds assess his season? Do they say, hey, look, we, we, we kind of want to scale you back a little bit. Maybe play you 80% of the season, 85% of the season, and roll with that. Not trying to throw him out there all 162 games because that's not who Joey Votto is anymore. If you play him 162 games moving forward in his career, I believe his effectiveness drops. So they've, they've got to come up with a plan and they've got to be honest about where Joey Votto is in his career and how that best fits their model for winning and getting into the playoffs because that should be the only goal. It shouldn't be to appease any certain players. And as much as I love Joey Votto and everything that he has done for the Reds, it's not as if it is the Reds' obligation now to cater to him. He is a part of a winning formula. What does that formula look like? And can the Reds be honest about it? So those are the five questions. The first question was what did 2020 mean to the Reds' leadership, the Reds' ownership, and the Reds' front office? The second question was for David Bell, and it was just simply, what you got? Question number three was for Tyler Malley, are you ready? Question number four was about the bullpen. What, what is the plan for the bullpen this year? And the final question was Joey Votto, can the Reds be honest about where Joey Votto is in his career? Those are the five burning questions I'm looking at this year. Let me know what you think of those. Maybe you've got your own burning questions. Hit me up on the Lockdown Reds line, 513-549-0159, or on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and at Lockdown Reds for the show. But that's going to do it for us here today. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the podcast all year long. Looking forward to another great year. Hopefully a great year of Reds baseball, but we're going to be talking about it every single day right here on the Lockdown Reds podcast. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss it. Next week, Brandon Bailey on the podcast. Great conversation with him. You guys are going to really enjoy that, so make sure you don't miss that. But that's going to do it for us here. Now, tell your smart device to play the Lockdown Bets podcast and go make you a couple bucks on these uh, college football playoff games that are going on. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.